Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Respectfully Disagree. Um, I don't know why I'm smiling so much while introducing this topic, because I guess it's not too much to smile about. But this week, we thought we'd discuss what it means to be um, anti-national. It's a term that has become a buzzword um, in the past five to six years, particularly, and recently is being used again in the context of the massive farmer protests that we're seeing. Uh, so we thought we'd discuss what this word means and whether being anti-national can ever be a good thing. So to start off with, just to give everyone a bit of background on the farmers' protests. Um, so three um, bills were passed. I'm not going to go into the details of that because that will be one whole other podcast. But three farmers' bills were passed, which um, were very contentious uh, for a bunch of reasons um, and have been perceived as being anti-farmer. Uh, these bills were passed in September, and since then there has been um, protests, particularly in states like Punjab, Haryana, Punjab, Haryana, Rajasthan, and Madhya Pradesh. Uh, and in the last week, uh, farmers from these states um, have come together. Different organizations, particularly uh, Kisan groups, have been leading um, a delegation which is marching to Delhi. Um, so thousands of farmers have been marching to Delhi. And one accusation that is being lobbed at them is that it is anti-national. Um, and this is because of some posters that are being carried um, or because of some things that are misconstrued as this being a part of the Khalistani movement, uh, which, is, which was a movement for a separate Punjab, separate from uh, the state of India. So that's one major reason why it was dubbed as being anti-national. And now, of course, uh, the BJP and Kangna Rana <laughs> and uh, a bunch of other people are uh, criticizing this movement by saying that it's actually anti-national elements to create to create gang um, and people who have taken over and are speaking for the farmers and are not actually genuinely aggrieved farmers. So I feel like th that was a lot of background to give because there is a lot of background. But um, I was wondering if you could start by discussing what this word anti-national means and what it's come to mean especially in the past few years this is shrishti your host i have no idea if i said that <laughs> so i was discussing this with a friend and um, so one thing that's very clear and i think this is by design right that like anti-national doesn't have a set definition like it's not a part of the indian constitution it's kind of like a societal essay insult mostly used on social media to uh, denounce like anybody who doesn't agree with the government uh, and the government here is conflated with the nation right like anti-government is equal to anti-nation um, but uh, I think it's more just like not, not definition but vibes is what like came out of this conversation and this is by design that if you keep the definition of something broad enough then you can pull literally anybody into it um, so that's something major that I've realized in like the past few years of the way the word is used. Hi, it's Carla. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Rajvi. And I think the weird thing about this whole anti-national label that gets thrown around is that it's not even always about a specific policy. It's not even about a specific leader or a specific political party or a specific government. It sometimes is just an identity, right? Um, and it's an us versus them. And it comes to embody one side or another. And we've actually seen a lot of this um, in Trumpian America, where the sort of MAGA hat wearing 
uh, <laughs> the MAGA hat wearing Trump followers have basically termed anyone who isn't one of them anti-American. And what does that really mean? It has no meaning at all. Hey, this is Aditi. Uh... Yeah, so I too was wondering what exactly anti-national meant, right? And I was, uh, obviously, I had to know what people who said the word anti-national a lot thought when they say anti-national. So I went to Quora and then I looked up what people thought about anti-national, what they thought about being anti-national. And uh, basically, it's, it's like a buzzword that equates to other buzzwords. So anti-national equals urban Naxal equals anti-Hindu. So these are the three things that sort of mean the same thing to the person who's calling another person anti-national. I'm just curious to know if we have like a, I don't know, like the first time this term was used on the internet sort of a thing, because I have clear memories of in 2013 being a first year college student. And that's when, you know, with JNU, this term anti-national got associated and on Times Now, uh, you know, Arnab screeching this term. And that's when, at least in, I felt like in popular memory, it became a thing, you know, it was in headlines. It was, and, and then after that, it's been used again and again. So the, the first time, I mean, not the first time, but like the last time, outside of the last five to six years that we're talking about, it was like used in the emergency era. And also there was like a very short period of time in which it was kind of like, I say, put into the constitution as like a, like a chotusa clause also. Uh, then as soon as the emergency era ended, like they removed, like they removed the word from there. But even then at that point it was like very vague, right? What are like anti-national activities, anti-national organizations were like illegal, but nobody could really tell like what they meant or what they had to do to be anti-national. Uh, but like coming to this decade, or I guess we're like ending the decade now. Um, but like when it, when it like I say gained popularity, I think one of the biggest ones was when remember Amir Khan and his wife were called anti-national because he said that India was intolerant. Um, and that was like a big deal. I think around the same time, Shah Rukh Khan also said something like that. And both of them saw their films like tank, or at least there were like calls to boycott the film. The film didn't do as well as they thought it would be. Also like, I mean, one of those films was Dilwale and Dilwale was like actually terrible. So whatever. But, um, like and then you know like with uh, Rohit Vemula's uh, suicide and then the, all the lynchings and uh, Gauri Lankesh's murder like after that I feel like the incidents just kept coming and the word anti-national just like was used over and over and over again uh, until I feel like I read it at least like 10 times every day um, without any context by the way. And it almost feels like in the first two Bollywood examples that you mentioned it's really anybody who espouses like a non-hyper-nationalist perspective, like in this inc increasingly sort of polarized and extremist world that we're living in, you're either with this hyper-nationalist sort of perspective or you're against. And then if you're anything else, then you're anti-nationalist. Yeah, and it's really interesting how way back in 2015 when Amir Khan said what he said, now if he says it, I wonder what will happen, you know, like now that reaction seems mild, which is terrifying. But now it feels like that was a mild reaction if he said it today. I think it, the identity of these individuals is also extremely important with respect to like who is pegged as anti-national and who is not it. Because Amir and Shah Rukh Khan are both Muslim and they, resolved, they got enormous backlash for saying or behaving in anti-national ways. Uh, Akshay Kumar, who uh, Akshay Kumar also gets backlash for having a Canadian citizenship. 
and but he makes pro hindu movies therefore he doesn't get like even one tenth of the backlash that these people got okay can i ask a question because i feel like we're a room full of people who doesn't subscribe to the political ideologies of people who are generally throwing out this term and blaming other people and calling them anti-nationalists so just lightning round like yes or no is there such a thing like is there something that you think actually is anti-nationalist yeah i think yes. so i mean to me like i would kind of give it back to the people who are calling others anti-national like if you threaten the lives and the dignity of people residing in a nation like if you threaten their right to protest their right to free speech their expression i would say that is anti-national because you're going against the idea of what this nation is which is a democracy where everybody has il- inalienable civil rights so i i think that there are a bunch of things that are anti national in the sense that they go against the nation's interests and even say like the khalistan movement or a separatist quote unquote separatist movements demanding for a separate state are definitely anti national in in literally just the definition of the term but of course like broadly i would question even how we engage with those but i mean i can't deny that those are against the nation's interests Okay, can I give you guys some just situations and you just jump in and tell me is it anti-national or not? Okay. Um somebody organizes a protest whose purpose is to criticize the government's failure to address gender-based discrimination. Is that anti-national or not? No way. No way. <laughs> I would go to that protest. Okay. Um somebody disagrees with um an indian government foreign policy decision to go to war with a particular country and goes on the steps of a government building in delhi and burns the indian flag anti-national no not really no when you like i'm in protecting the country from going to war and war can have like horrible consequences on the nation and its people so no i think the decision oh. to go to war is anti-national <laughs> So burning the national flag is anti-national. Like it literally is the definition of like it's insulting your nation. I mean, going and protesting there is fine, but just the act of burning your national flag, it. No, but okay. I mean, we can get into this because there's a very big history of like flag burning as like a very, uh, like I said, last last uh, frontier protest thing because almost every country I think criminalizes it in one way or another. um but i think that's fine if you have something important enough to say like yeah burn it do it so maybe the next time people will be able to you know uh, hold it up with pride and not whatever it has come to mean now uh okay an officer of um the national security guard finds state secrets that he or she believes are of the public interest relating to india's relationship with pakistan and releases them to an international media organization anti-national depends on the state secrets yeah this is definitely anti-national <laughs> i mean this is just going by the definition this harms the nation's interests like crazy this what is, is anti-national but whether it's a human i i think that's where there's a difference between the broader like interest of human rights that's where there's a clash between the interests of the nation and the interests of humanity there is a clash there and here it is against the interests of the nation but probably in the interests of humanity hence the whole edward snowden dilemma is also around 
similar but then i would just say the nation is its people the nation is not necessarily the people who are like in power right like so shouldn't the people of a nation like their interests come like first and foremost so i'd say geopolitically if it's like a india pakistan secret whatever which would make us look bad just in that i don't think we're looking at it as like people of the nation but in relation to how would us use this against you or how would uk use this against you i feel like it disadvantages you in that realm okay uh, a writer academic who is known to generally be critical of the ruling party speaks at a conference talking about the importance of dissent no i mean of course not this is not anti nationalist you know these are real i'm putting real scenarios yeah, out yeah, okay yeah. okay okay in a um okay so in a public forum a private citizen voices support for a group that is um mounting a secession movement from the from the country so a they're supporting a separatist group in a public scenario but they're a private citizen actually no i don't think that's anti national because like rajvi said nation is its citizens if a group if a bunch of citizens want to secede i don't think they belong to that nation anymore so like but i think you're kind of you you're challenging the definition of the very idea of a nation itself right i think there's some like again i feel like there's a difference between being anti nation and being and like the interests of the nation are different from the interests of a section of the people of the nation always that's the problem with nation states in general i feel okay a political cartoonist publicly displays posters with cartoons mocking the country's constitution hey no not anti national at all i think all public uh, like like officers uh, should be open and willing to accept scrutiny and that's something that as like the people of a nation like we have the right to do but this isn't this isn't an officer of the government this is mocking the constitution like the founding document of the nation like the judiciary um yeah i mean like in many countries the constitution itself is like outdated sometimes right so if there's there's like constructive criticism about like how to make it better uh, then that's not anti national i think mocking any government or legal uh like organization or a bunch of people or any document in mocking the idea of mocking is not anti national because if it's like if the mocking has a shade of truth in it then i mean it's literally the truth and if it's not it's just people fooling around so like i think government institutions and legal institutions are senior and respectable enough to like view and understand a joke as a joke and let it go i don't think that's anti national it's not serious enough to be if mocking the constitution is anti national then to i think matlab this go all governments have been anti national since independence <laughs> okay last one reposting memes that are highly critical of the actual government leader like the prime minister yeah anti national no no not anti national not at all yeah. no not at all <laughs> the leader is not the nation so it it will be anti prime minister but not anti national i love this carla <laughs> that's the end of my game no i mean the the interesting thing about this is that all of these ones that i read out to you have happened either in the us or in india most of them in india um 
and except for the flag, which in the US, um, the Supreme Court deemed uh, like freedom of speech, protected speech. Um, so that was that is okay. Everything else, people were sort of charged or booked for. Yeah. Um, and in India, you know, it's that pesky sedition law, which is like a holdover of colonial times that just won't go away and keeps getting used um, when it's convenient. And I think the only one that uh, got me into a little bit of a dilemma was the like the secession and the like the separatist movements because as Shristi said, right? Yes, but the, it is threatening the idea of a nation or at least the boundaries of a nation, right? And there's a lot to consider there, like even from like a central government perspective, that do the people who want to secede like do they have enough like infrastructure or uh, like their own means of as a kind of I don't think anybody in the Indian central government is worrying about that if, if it comes to Kashmir, but like if they do have like the resources available to be able to govern themselves and kind of exist as like a separate entity. Um, I think that one's like stumped me a bit because if it means like reorganizing a nation's borders and like changing what the nation is, um, then it could be anti-national. So I have one question, which I was thinking, sorry. So I have one, I agree with you, Rajvi, but I have one question which is coming up throughout the game, which is that how do you define the difference between like patriotism and nationalism? So to me, I, I see patriotism, I think in a little bit of a positive light, like you feeling a sense of belonging uh, to a place, like you wanting to make it better, you working for the betterment of the people around you, you contributing to a society in which you like share resources with people who are your community, right? In a, in a larger sense, I guess, like all of these things are patriotic to me. I think nationalism is when there's like an us versus them rhetoric that starts playing, where there's like a superiority versus inferiority thing that starts playing, where like ideas are not welcome, where like the I, some arbitrary idea of a nation that one arbitrary group perhaps put forward has to be imposed upon everybody else. And you do not have a choice not to be patriotic. I think that's nationalism. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and I feel like one important thing, which I, I think often confuses this is like pop culture and the way in which we depict like uh, patriotism in pop culture. Like, I think we often confuse it with nationalism, right? I just went and looked into like, what's the last movie about love for the nation or criticism for the nation that I engaged with. And I think it might've been Heather and that is 2015. Um, so, in, I mean, in the last four years, like we've also seen like the rise of like pro Modi mostly like essay movies, right? Like there was this one time when like literally I would like be going in a rickshaw and I would see three different posters of three different movies and they're all like taking different actors to play Modi in some kind of propaganda film. Um, and then coming to what happens to films that are not that, that are the opposite of that. And there is a partisanship there like either you are like completely celebrating the current government or everything else uh becomes like anti-national if there's even a hint of criticism there like i remember in 2018 at the 49th international film festival in india um there was this there's this director ujwal chatterjee who's on the board of uh, the panel that decides like which films get into the festival um and they rejected six or seven films because they were anti-national and they couldn't be part of the festival. I also realized that if you released Rangde Basanti now, it would actually still not get the sort of backlash that Heather did. And you know why? Because Rangde Basanti is very, very 
pro indian in the way in it in the way it depicts like the indian independence movement and the way in which it picks up on like revolutionaries like bhagat singh so it's very like the revolution is very hindu and the revolution is very harmless even though it's showing to shown as a means of dissent against the government so i i i also want to know what would happen if it released right now but aditi i think a major part of ragdeep basanti is also that they are protesting the death of an air force officer they are protesting the death of a patriot and i think that is a big as a element in why it might not uh, garner that much criticism now i mean look at gunjan saxena for example it's like a it's like an exercise in like the term anti national just being broadened out of i don't even know what it means anymore uh, like gunjan saxena literally the movie is about how great the indian air force is and like how you know like you know they save people and this and that and yes there is the story of this woman in in it and yes she faces sexism but literally it it took angna ranaut like only a few examples of her facing sexism uh, to deem the movie anti national uh, because there is some societal thing happening in some indian institution at some chotu level even that amount of criticism is not allowed or accepted um which to me was insane because this movie is literally glorifying uh, a military arm of the indian nation but it's interesting aditi because rakesh om prakash mehra himself said in an interview that he doesn't think he could make rangde basanti in today's atmosphere like if he released the film it would be too risky of him to put out but i just have a question which is that do you think that as a nation in general we're opposed to anti national portrayals or like anything which is critical of the nation not just in say contemporary times but over the years i think we're a little too scared we're very scared culture we just don't want to get into trouble i think that's probably the reason why we're not a very dissenting culture no but i think it makes sense right in the context of india's colonial history and the fact that you know post independence there is there has to be this like nation building effort to bring all these like disparate you know um like kingdoms together right into one nation and bring them under this one umbrella despite there being you know so many differences in language and religion and you know in in culture and to create this like unifying idea of what is india it it you can see how it's like precariously balanced right and so it is difficult to hold that together and so it makes actually it makes some sense that there is this continuous rhetoric to remind people that like india is the nation and you have to be in line with the interests of this broader this broader group i would say though shishi to your point that i mean however much i guess like everybody loves to like hate on bollywood and i've also you know kind of criticized some people for not as speaking up enough uh like there is a lot to not lose but like it's a business right and i think the business, like it is very profitable now to be like to as a feed into the nationalist sentiment um one because yes like the movies will do well but second that the movies won't be boycotted or won't be censored or won't be shut down um there's like a chilling effect right like i was thinking about how um like kangna ranaut for example 
like when was the first time that she started spouting all of this like bhakt nationalist rhetoric uh it's when her film mani karnika was coming out um and uh, she wanted to like this is one way in which she actually like garnered a lot of popularity for the film um by kind of squarely positioning herself on one side of the debate and i mean that has worked out well for her like she has this very dedicated following now that like hangs on to her every word like the media you know regularly writes articles about her like this thing that she has done it's a it's like a very pr thing that is proving beneficial to her career ajay devgan also did the same thing with shivai uh, where he like said that i'm never going to work with pakistani actors again but i just wanted to ask that ultimately i think one thing that i found which is still something that's not cleared even by the end of this is what does it mean to be anti national and what is it that makes a nation and it's like identity shishi for your first question i think anti national means whatever you want it to mean or like you can you can put that word on whatever you don't like i was going to take it a step further and say it's totally meaningless yeah i mean so it's not just right now in india that this is happening right i mean this has happened many 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 times in the past uh, and i think the one example that comes to my mind is like you know like mccarthyism it was like a senator like joseph mccarthy in uh, in 1950s i think uh, us uh, basically any time that he disagreed with any kind of like policy or person or ideology he was just like communist 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 i think that's how a lot of artists like got blacklisted uh from you know as they pursuing their art and stuff i think a similar thing has happened now i mean similar thing happened in like hitlers like germany so listen a similar thing happens every time the us bungles its foreign policy and goes and meddles in some country it doesn't belong in and enters into some decade long war there's always a protest movement and the vietnam war is a great example but basically all these people who are campaigning and organizing to protest the vietnam war and say this is what why are we doing this and like what is the point of this they were all labeled anti-american i have a fairly clear answer to this honestly i think anti anything that's anti-national is dissent like it's always that because like i don't think the actual ash actions that hurt the nation are seen as anti-national like they're seen as criminal for sure they're seen as wrong they're not seen as anti-national criticisms of the nation and protest against the nation's the government of a nation's policies they're seen clearly as anti-national as that word like anti something from a nationalist point of view is always that it's never anything that's actually a crime so it's always i think it's just dissent that's it so i think if we go back to what we started with right which is the farmers agitation and anti-national being used in that sense and then farmers having to assert very strongly that no that's just like one fringe element and don't dilute our cause and we are not anti national why do you think it's important to discuss and and think about what is anti national and and what's the right way to engage with it is there a right way to engage with this discourse around anti nationalism regarding your first question do not ask me what the right way to engage is because i have not figured it out yet um but uh, you know why we're talking about this i think it's 
see we are not talking about the word anti national in its isolation right we're talking about the ways in which it is used especially against whom it is used constantly and for what reason and what's the context behind it and the context behind it is suppression of freedom of speech and suppression of freedom of expression or of dissent like so i mean this happens in academic env- environments and we've we've seen from the saffronization of the indian like university system uh to you know like journalists uh like working and having like a chilling effect on them because of the murders and the harassment and uh, everything that happens to journalists who are brave enough to you know take on the government um so the word anti-national is basically a very small element uh, of a very large system of oppression um which i mean over and over and over throughout history we see that these are the markers of a declining democracy um that the more the word gets used uh the the more it kind of signals the number of people that are uh, not accepted for their dissent um and that inherently means that they are continu- like they're not going to be living in a democracy for much long i think that's like a super dark but probably most relevant note to end on like i respectfully agree with that a lot and it makes a lot of sense that the more your democracy declines the more and more people become anti national and the recent farmers protest deemed up anti national is just a part of that i don't think we've ever ended on such a dark note on rd yeah